Welcome everyone. I'm Sue Barber, author, former IT director for a Fortune 500 company, turn executive coach, and this is the Visibility Factor podcast, where we explore how to raise your visibility and play bigger at work and in life. We'll explore key topics and welcome guests that help you shift your thinking about yourself so you can see new possibilities for your leadership. I'm on a mission to create a visibility movement for leaders to show their value and be seen for their true talent. Are you ready to take the next step towards a higher level of visibility for yourself? Let's go. The Visibility Factor podcast is brought to you in part by the 90-Day Visibility Breakthrough Accelerator Program. Do you believe deep down inside that you can have a bigger career, but you don't know how to get there? You can keep doing what you're doing, but what if there is a better way that could accelerate your progress? This 90-day program is a powerful experience that is unique to you and provides dedicated time to focus on your specific challenge. It gives you the time to develop big ideas and plans to execute them, including the tools, resources, and motivation needed for success. Hundreds of clients have used this same program to take them to the next level in their career and to create a better life. Join me in a 90-day experience that focuses on challenges like creating a strategic plan, how to lead an organizational change, or prepare for a career transition. This dedicated time will help you see new possibilities, recognize your strengths, and take away key insights that can be leveraged immediately. Are you ready to create a breakthrough for yourself? If you're interested in learning more, visit susanmbarber.com forward slash visibility breakthrough accelerator for more information and to sign up for the program. I look forward to seeing you there. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Visibility Factor podcast. This is Sue Barber, your host. Today, we're going to talk about habits. So I want to tell you a little story about how this subject came up for me and share some information with you that I think you're going to find valuable. About four years ago, I bought a book called Atomic Habits by James Clear. Now, it was on my list of things to read, but I have many, many books. If you looked at my bookshelves, you would see them all. And so I haven't had a chance to read it yet. But one of my guests, Natalie Pincham, on the podcast recommended it again in episode 43. I thought, well, maybe now I should read it. She brought it up, and that's twice that's now been brought up into my world. And yet it was still sitting on my shelf. Fast forward to last week, I was at the office of one of my clients, and the book was mentioned again. I knew I had a four-hour car ride coming up over the weekend after a visit with my daughter, and I had some Audible credits sitting in my account to spend. So I bought the audio version and thought I would listen to it on the way back home. Now, I did think about this for just a second. Why did it take me so long to read this book? I think it was because I had some resistance to what I thought the book might be like. There are a lot of habit books out there, and because I read a few in the past, I thought Atomic Habits would be similar. I was wrong. From the introduction to the end of the book, it is filled with amazing stories, quotes, and ideas about habits. I really loved it. It's such a great book if you're looking to understand your current habits and create new ones. It is also about self-improvement, motivation, and reaching your goals by creating better systems. Now, this is not your traditional habits book. I don't want to give everything away from the book, but I am hoping that it will inspire you to check out the book for yourself. There is a whole lot more that he shares in the book outside of what I will go through today. The stories and research and how he connected the dots to help you look at your habits was fascinating. So what were some of my key takeaways? As I listened to it, I thought about my own habits. Where have I implemented good habits and where do I have the opportunity to make some changes? You might want to start thinking about that for yourself as we go through this next part. 
So I'm going to share the three big lessons that he talks about throughout the book and how he defines them. Then I'm going to talk about some of the things that I've done in these three areas and give you some ideas of how you can apply them for yourself from a standpoint of your leadership, your visibility, or maybe in your life. I will also share some great quotes along the way here that I think will help you remember some of these topics as we talk about them. He really has some amazing quotes in here. So the first lesson, lesson one, small habits make a big difference. 1% improvements can take you a long way towards improvement. Every day compounds to create a strong result at the end of the year. Now, if I think about for myself in my last role at my company, I was an IT director at Kraft. I was also a legacy in my family because I had multiple family members who worked at the company for years, and it was a part of my life long before I officially joined the company. I felt so blessed to join the company only because I knew so much about it already from having so many family members there. And, you know, it was one of the jokes in our family that, you know, we were buying another fine product of the company. And so I just knew that it was the right place for me. And from the moment I accepted the offer, Kraft became a part of who I was. I had been there for so many years already as a part of my family that it just became my identity. I could walk into any room and say I was from Kraft and immediately have the credibility of the company assigned to me. Once I left, I realized that I no longer had that credibility of the Kraft name to fall back on anymore. Yes, I still had all my experience in business, which was great, but I had to stand on my own now. I had to make a shift from being seen as an IT director to being thought of as a leadership coach and consultant. I met up with a great coach when I first started my business who gave me some advice. What he recommended that I do was to write a blog. He had employed this approach himself and it had served him well. Now, I had a lot of resistance to this because I had never put anything that I wrote out into the world. But with his encouragement, I started to write the first blog. The first one took me a week to write. There was lots and lots and lots of editing. And I imagined that everyone would critique it as soon as I hit send, which of course didn't happen. I imagined the worst thing simply because it was scary and vulnerable to put something out there. James Clear's quote is, habits are the compound interest of self-improvement. Now I took that blog and I wrote every weekday for 18 months. I created a habit that I wasn't willing to give up. I did it every morning and that commitment to being visible compounded into a shift in my perception. Being consistent and intentional every day gave people a new way to see me when they read what I wrote. Simply by taking the action of writing about my experiences, lessons, and what I thought about various topics changed how people saw me. That compound effect pushed my previous perception into the background a bit and allowed the new one to get the spotlight. It changed how people saw me and related to me. It is how I started working with some of my initial clients because they saw themselves in my stories. They wanted to make their own shifts, so we worked together to do that. Now, how can you apply this lesson of the 1% rule here to your leadership and visibility? It is about taking consistency and intentionality. What actions could you take each day to make a shift towards playing bigger, speaking up, and being visible? I wanted to give you some ideas to consider for yourself. So here are three easy ideas that you can do to increase your 1% habit. Each week, identify three things that you could share with someone during the week. This could be during a one-on-one conversation, a hallway meeting, a virtual meeting, an in-person meeting, or at lunch. Have them ready to go. This is an opportunity for you to share information and talk about your results or your team's results. Each week, create a list of three questions that you have ready to go for each big meeting that you need to attend. 
There's no need to do it for every meeting. Let's be strategic about it and choose the meetings where you will get the most benefit by asking a question. Think about meetings where you have senior leaders there, your managers there, or other influencers are there to see you show up differently. The third one is to take the first 30 minutes of your day, or you may want to do it the night before, to review what needs to be your top priority and put the actions to get it done on your calendar to work on that day. Imagine if you did this every day and or every week. Imagine the progress you'd be making, what the results would look like for you, and how much you would accomplish by the end of the year. This is what the compounding effect that James Clear is talking about means. It means doing something consistently and intentionally every day or every week and see the results just happen all along the way. Lesson two, forget about setting goals. Focus on your system instead. Look at the processes and actions you are taking to reach your goals. Are they consistent, repeatable, and taking you where you want to go? My first system that I wanted to share with you is how I prepare for each day. I have a morning routine that helps me stay focused and really prepare for what I need to accomplish each day. I meditate and journal to get in the best mindset for myself and to be present for my clients. I review my 90-day goals and the actions that I need to take to get there. I usually track at the end of the day to see what I've done, where I can improve, to assess how I'm spending my time, and if there's things that I need to change. Am I spending my time on the high-value actions that get me to the goals that I need to reach, or have I spent too much time on the easy things but not maybe the most impactful? As I look through all of these things, it helps me give an assessment for myself of where I'm at and what I need to do to improve. James Clear's quote is, you do not need to rise to the level of your goals, you fall to the level of your systems. My second system was implemented when I was writing the book. My book group talked about best practices to get your book done when it may feel overwhelming. My system that I adopted was to write for an hour each and every day. One hour, that one hour, or we called them sprints, allowed me to make more progress than I ever thought would be possible to finish that first draft. So how can you apply this lesson to your leadership and visibility? It is easy to get stuck when you haven't done something before. Goals are big for a reason, and they push you as a way to challenge your thinking and what you can accomplish. Systems can help you step out of the overwhelm and see smaller steps, which are more attainable. So here's an example of a simple system that you could implement. Take five minutes each day to focus on the gaps or challenges that you know you need to solve to reach your goals. Leverage this simple five-minute approach to help you come up with ideas that you can take action on. All ideas are okay to include. Nothing is off the table. Put your headphones on, write down what is causing you a challenge, set a timer on your phone for five minutes, now go. You will be amazed at the ideas that you can come up with in only five minutes. Compiling that list every day will add up to a host of actions that you can implement. These five-minute reflections are an example of a system that prevents you from getting stuck, and it is only five minutes. It helps you slow down and think about how to take opportunities and turn them into wins for yourself to reach your goals. Here are some ideas and thoughts to get you started. What do you need to accomplish your goal? Do you need help from others? Do you need to research alternatives, get funding, or something else? What are the challenges that you're facing in this goal? How are you tracking what you are doing each week or each day? This is not just a track, but to help you see that you're making progress. Do you need to collaborate with a larger group to get input and to work towards achieving the final outcome together? 
These are just some ideas, but what if you just took one of these and spent five minutes on it and came up with ideas for actions? Imagine what you could accomplish at the end of the week or the month. Lesson three, build identity-based habits. Your current behaviors are a reflection of your current identity. Are they where they need to be? Remember how I talked about shifting my identity to the outside world in the first lesson? Well, that was also a shift I had to make internally. There were two areas that this showed up for me. When I first started in my business, I thought of myself as a coach who had to have a business to work with companies. I didn't think of myself as someone who was the CEO of her business. It changed everything when I made that shift for myself. I couldn't grow my business to the scale that I wanted to and be visible if I didn't see that shift and start to take on that bigger role that I had in my business in the best way. James Clear's quote is, it's hard to change your habits if you never change the underlying beliefs that led to your past behavior. You have a new goal and a new plan, but you haven't changed who you are. The second shift that I needed to make in the beginning of my business is that I wasn't giving myself enough credit that I knew enough to coach people. I had many hours of training and the accreditation to go with it, but I didn't think I had been doing it long enough. That came from a belief I had that I had worked so many years in business and I equated those years of business to being someone who had enough experience to do what was needed. I had all these limiting beliefs that all the experience where I coached, mentored, and developed people all day long, mind you, at corporate wasn't the same. It was a story to keep me safe. I kept taking more training, more classes, joining more groups because I didn't trust myself yet. I now know that 20 years of experience aren't necessary to be a great coach. I believe in my abilities and trust that I am partnering with my clients to help them grow and achieve new possibilities for themselves. James Clear's quote here is, most of the time you don't need more information, you need more courage. So be careful to not get caught in a trap of continuing to gather information forever like I was doing. What do you believe to be the right answers? What can your leadership do to help you move forward? Leaders need at times to have the courage to step out of their comfort zone to move things forward. It's hard to grow beyond something if you won't let go of it. Another quote from James Clear. I had to let go of both of those limiting beliefs to step into who I am now and to be able to do the things that I want to do with the book and the podcast and making my business grow. So how can you apply this lesson to your leadership and visibility? Do you have any limiting beliefs that are preventing you from moving forward and playing bigger in your career and in your life? Here are a few easy questions to start with to think about this. Who are you? Now, I know that sounds really big, but if you think about it just from the lens of what is your identity, are you connecting with something in your life that you really identify with and say, that is who you are? That could be a role, that could be being a mother or a sister or a wife or you know, a husband, whatever your role may be personally, but it is also usually tied to our jobs. You know, For me, it was an IT director working at Kraft. For you, it might be something else. Think about where you are really tying your identity to something external to yourself and how is that serving you? Is it doing the right things for you or not? How are you perceived by others is another question you can ask because you need to understand how others see you so that you can make shifts if it's not how you want to be seen. You can come up with a list of ideas of how you want to be seen. You can come up with a list of words that describe how you want people to give you feedback and what you want to hear from them when they say it. You can think about future promotions, future roles that you want to have, 
What do those people who have those roles have already that you want to emulate? Who do you have to be to reach your goals? You might need to make a shift like I did to do that. How can you start to become that person now? And what actions do you need to take to become that person? That is what this lesson is all about that James wrote about. It's about how to change your identity to become the person that you need to be to attain the goals that you want in your life. Now, I work with clients every day to help them be more visible and elevate how others see them. We start with how they view themselves, understand their limiting beliefs, and then we discuss how they want to be seen, helping them see what is possible. And then they can become that person and they can become that person now. They don't have to wait. But if they don't do that, it's going to hold them back. You can't transform into a more visible leader if you don't think about yourself differently first. You can take actions all day, but if you don't believe it is possible, then you will sabotage yourself. You are valuable and worthy and you can do more. You need to believe it so others can see it. James Clear's last quote for our podcast today, the ultimate form of intrinsic motivation is when a habit becomes part of your identity. It's one thing to say, I'm the type of person who wants this. It's something very different to say, I'm the type of person who is this. Today's visibility action is, I want you to write out a list of your limiting beliefs. Here are some examples. I'm not good enough. I doubt I can do that. I don't have enough experience. They are smarter than I am. And once you have at least 10 of them, I want you to look back at them and ask yourself if they are really, really true. Logically, is it true? Most of the time, if you slow down and think about the accomplishments, results, and experiences that you have, you will realize that it isn't true. Change that list of limiting beliefs to empowering beliefs instead. For example, I have so much more experience in this area and I can figure this out. I can absolutely do this and I will ask for help to do it faster. Thoughts drive actions and behaviors to build your confidence. Everything starts with your thinking about yourself. Who do you want to be? How can you apply these three lessons from the Atomic Habits book to do 1% more, create a system for yourself to do things in a better way and have better habits, and build identity-based habits to help you get there? There's another quote by someone that I listened to on the Calm app named Jeff Warren, and his quote is, fill your attention the way you want to. You get to choose. What you pay attention to becomes your life. So think about that for a second. Where are you spending your time? What are you paying attention to? And what is it that you want to create for yourself? A big thank you to James Clear for writing this book and providing the inspiration for today's show. I hope there are some things in here that I shared either through my stories or through some ideas for you that you can start to look at your own habits, maybe pick up the book and read it for yourself and just spend some time thinking about what's going to help you succeed in the best way for your visibility and your leadership. Thanks for joining today on the Visibility Factor podcast, and we'll catch you on the next one. Thanks so much for listening to the Visibility Factor podcast. Remember that visibility starts with small steps that are intentional and consistent each day. Be bold, be visible, be the leader you were meant to be. Find us and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever else you listen to podcasts. Follow us on all of our social media platforms, which are highlighted in the show notes. Thank you for listening, and we'll see you next time on the Visibility Factor Podcast.